0: So talk about system support and what you guys do.
1: Of course. So we are a managed IT services company here in Marshfield, and what we do is help small businesses with their technology needs. So these days, that's mainly on the security side. As the criminals get better and better of what seems every minute, uh, we do our best to keep them out and make sure that uh, not only are people protected. But if something does happen, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when, Mm -hmm. that the tools are there to appropriately clean up after the fact. We've come a long way from just installing networks back in 1989, and now most of the stuff we do is up to the second. We're trying to head things off before they even become a problem. And as I mentioned, it's navigating this nasty world of
0: cybersecurity. What's life being like in a family work environment?
1: is an interesting dynamic um it's funny when you asked me when i attended marshfield high almost nine ten years ago yeah. i would have said no i never joined my father's business yet here i am um and it is a little strange sometimes that it's your co-workers other people that you have dinner with at thanksgiving um but so far we're pretty good about uh work is work and ho- home is home so when we're We have, you know, going to a concert or something, different things that you do with your parents. Uh, We try not to talk about work and not bring things up there because work absolutely can dominate your life if you're not careful. So at work, uh, my father is Brian and then at five o'clock when I'm done, he's dad. And then that happens again until 8 a.m. the next day. And then he's Brian. And there's a a switch you have to throw in your head for that.
0: So you guys, so you guys have gotten really good at separating like work and family.
1: Yeah, of when, what hat do you have on Mm -hmm. at that minute of, are you you Brian, the owner of the company and my partner where I'm passing work to you? Or are you dad and I'm wondering if you can go fishing on Saturday? (laughs) So what's your role in the company? I wear a lot of hats. So I'm frontline defense for help desk. So if somebody calls in for anything from how do I set a signature in my outlook all the way to I'm pretty sure that I have a virus or help the server has crashed and all our data is gone. I handle all of those events. I'm trying to do it in less than 10 minutes. And I also do the back end business development. What are new security products that we can roll out to stay one step ahead? What's a better way that we can do our work? Um, everything sales and marketing as well, so for developing the newsletters and the security
0: tips, that's me, as well as um, first introduction for people who are looking to make a change. So you guys are essentially full-service IT support from help desk to network. Uh, what are some of the businesses that you guys work with? We
1: run the gamut for a lot of our customers. We uh, smallest customer is two people, wow. largest customer technically as 150 employees but we work with about 40 people uh, in the seats so those are usually manufact. my largest clients are manufacturing plants um, so they obviously have a lot of people who don't touch a computer throughout the course of the day because they're busy actually making things mm-hmm. and then we help a lot of the back-end engineers office people so the easiest way to explain what we do is we're an IT department for a company so we have manufacturing clients as I mentioned professional services like attorneys, everything from uh, litigators all the way. To real estate is the most common. Um, we have a few medical clients as well, dermatologists, mental health. Wow. Um, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Well, it's, there are common things in IT across each thread. And then in each one, you get presented with a new challenge of, all right, HIPAA has a slightly different requirement than what the military wants to mm-hmm. see for cybersecurity. And then, Both of them are not the same as how financial data should be protected. Right. But at its
0: core are sound security principles. Yeah. What are some of the current trends in your industry? Man, where do I start? (laughs) That's the industry. What's what's probably the biggest the one you're dealing with probably or you're seeing right now?
1: The one that everybody asks me about is definitely cybersecurity. Okay. I mean, the media does a fantastic job of marketing for me almost every day (laughs) about you hear... Uh, you know, large client, large people getting hacked all the time. Mm-hmm. Equifax comes to mind. as simply the largest. Yeah. Uh, Target, Home Depot, Acrobat, LinkedIn, MySpace, Adobe. Any
0: anyone basically.
1: It's yeah, exactly. It goes back to that if not when. So the trend is how are we going to solve this problem, mainly around passwords and how do you say who you really are on the internet. So we've started with multi-factor authentication. That's mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know you enter the six digits that change all the time on your phone even biometrics like logging in with your face yeah so you're starting to see that with microsoft microsoft hello that to authenticate you use your face apple has that for apple id Mm -hmm. and it's solving that problem and how do you get those pieces out there that they are who we thought they were (laughs) type of deal um And then, of course, there's going to be the basic defense of how do you make sure somebody's not injecting code somewhere where it's not supposed to be, where it doesn't matter who you say you are. Somebody has the ability to move around a network without needing an identity. Um, We're seeing that picking up more and more as people have figured out where companies like Microsoft and Apple haven't really finished their homework.
0: Okay. Are you a Windows guy or an Apple guy?
1: I'm a Windows guy. Okay.
0: Uh, It's what we see the bulk of in the
1: business world and it's been what we've mm-hmm. been most comfortable with. We find it's most flexible to be able to interact with. If you come up with some business line application or if you need one made specifically for you, Windows seems to be the easiest platform to work through mm-hmm. and you just need the right guidance for the security part of it.
0: What should people know when it comes to their devices and security?
1: When it comes to security, that remembering that these are Incredibly complicated devices. Uh, I think the operating system for Windows is over 10 billion lines of code. Wow. Uh, So it's These are machines that no single person has complete understanding over and so when it comes to security It's understanding that There are things that will simply be out of your control now the things that you do have control over do well Okay, don't use the same password for everything. I, I will say this until I'm blue in the face It will still not be the case and I will still be saying this probably in five years or so. All right. <laughs> but don't use the same password for any th- everything because if it's popped in one spot, it's very easy to move mm-hmm. laterally to a different account. Um, set up two-factor authentication wherever possible, especially for banking, especially the most important stuff. I don't think a lot of people care if your Netflix account, somebody else is watching, um, you know, game. Um, Game house of, of cards or something, or something yeah. like that on your account that's not too bad but it's bad news bears if it gets into your uh you know rockland federal account for or anything sure like
0: that for sure um uh, what separates you guys from other businesses you know what's the thing that makes you guys stand above everyone else it's always looking for what is it going to take to still be here
1: tomorrow um we've been in business for 30 years for an it firm and it it is not common for firms to make it this far right. Um, so if we've been here for 30, we plan to be here for another 30, and then for when we've been here for 60, be for another 60. So part of doing that is watching what comes next. So a lot of what we see is that we're watching the desktop start to go away. Yeah. And strangely enough, we're going back to how it was all set up long ago where there's a mainframe, except in this case, it's going to be the cloud and your desktop probably won't be your desktop, but a roaming profile that you can access from any machine. So how do we stay ahead of that? Yeah. How do we make sure that as you have this roaming desktop, that ease of access gets better and better? How are we making sure the authentication is clean for it? And then helping translate these complicated pieces to somebody who just wants to sell real estate and frankly does not care, does not care that this password should have eight characters or this guy's here to make storm drains. He really doesn't want to be bothered with all these bells and whistles that are in his email account. Just get me to my stuff. Exactly, and how do you keep people staying on get me to my stuff while navigating the fact that Microsoft has comm- has changed its mind six times probably since we sat
0: down? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, last year I was going to ask you like, where do you see kind of your industry going? Because you know, technology is s- constantly ever changing.
1: We're gonna watch the growth of niches. Like okay. I mentioned earlier, with the infinite complexity of these devices we now interact with and the networks too, mm-hmm. you're going to watch a breadth of niches start to pop up. Uh, you're going to see stuff that's going to be strictly security. You're going to see people okay. who are strictly infrastructure. You know, what is all the metal and software that this rests on? The security people will be, well, how do you make sure nobody gets into the metal or software that's not supposed to? Mm-hmm. And then what I think will really start to separate companies is the integrators. And those are people of, how do you get these computers to do the work of what would have been 50 people? And I've started to see it in some of my customers already. Um, I have a professional services company that has scaled incredibly. They've grown from three people to 15 in the span of two years. Wow! And they run a company that I would have thought a few years ago would have required 30 to 40 just help desk people for what they do. That they're able to rock it with five people because their processes and automation is so rocketed down that what would have been an army of admin people the computer does it all for them that's it's right. not even the computer it's the software package yeah. behind it and it's allowed them just explosive growth everything for their entire funnel from marketing onboarding a new client servicing the client and that's that integrator role that is going to be probably the most valuable because it actually makes a company money. It's not yeah. like insurance where it's defensive. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the security and the infrastructure is defensive. Nobody yeah. really wants... This is an expense. It doesn't really make me money. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's
0: a protection thing. Exactly.
1: But an integrator where all of a sudden, hey, you could get a 65% profit margin because instead of struggling to try and hire a new admin, you set this new system up and it just tears away and does the work of five admins and does it while you sleep what's a typical day like if there is one uh, the typical day is there is no day but i can count on usually a few things uh, my phone will ring by 9 15 okay. um, and some issue will have popped up anywhere from um, some microsoft update has gone sideways on some machine a printer has decided it doesn't want to be a printer A usb connection has decided it doesn't want to work today uh, it will be something just out of left field. I can always count on one or two of those a day. Is the
0: answer to all those just power cycle it and see what happens?
1: Ironically, yeah, it works most of the time. Um, and then it's usually after, luckily, we've trained a lot of customers to do that first. I like those customers. And then they remember to tell me that first. And mm-hmm. then usually by the time I get to it, it, goes, oh, boy. All right. So this one is a little left yeah. field. Um, and then from there for a typical day, usually it's a push of calls usually to through 1130 stuff that people have kind of noticed in Mm -hmm. the beginning of the day and then it starts to peter out and then usually in the afternoon i try to be on the road for uh, different installations Mm -hmm. because i'm hoping most people are doing the same thing for later in the day either leaving to go get their kids at the end after school or going to their own installations are you doing oh um migrating everything from a new computer, a migrating server, installing a new piece of equipment, yeah. uh, something that requires me to be in, be there in person. Right. If no 85% of my job can be done remotely, um, it's difficult, difficult to try and walk an office manager through which one is the data jack and which <laughs> one is the phone jack. Um, <laughs> after a couple phone
0: calls back and forth, it's just easier if I go there. Just easier <laughs> to show up. What's the most common question you get is that, hey, this isn't working? I'll get something where email doesn't work because that's usually people figure that people are
1: pretty most they're most sensitive to that oh yeah so you know printer that can lurk for a little bit a bad update can lurk for a little bit but Outlook is the bane of my existence (laughs) and Outlook's a great product if you use it's full-fledged but like for the people we were talking about earlier that just get me to my stuff webmail makes so much more sense Go to the website, enter the address, enter the password, and then just send and receive. <laughs> um, and the website doesn't break nearly as much, but my friend Outlook stashes data in places it's not supposed to be.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's really funny Say, my fiance just got an iPhone 11 and she couldn't get her work Outlook on it. So <sighs> it feels like I, I, just, I just saw this like two days ago.
1: Oh, top of mind. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I, I think I dealt with an Outlook thing this morning. It was my first call at 9.15. <laughs> So talk about your background. You're from the area, right? I grew up around the corner. I grew up on Main Street wow. here in Marshfield. Um, I class of 2010 from Marshfield High School. Uh, I went to North Carolina State University in Raleigh, North Carolina. I awesome. uh, got my bachelor of science in nuclear engineering. Wow. Uh, graduated summa cum laude. I'm an engineer, not an English major. I can't pronounce words.
0: No, you did good. Um
1: I worked two years in D.C. for the Nuclear Regulatory Commission as a reactor systems engineer, uh, Mm -hmm. where my specialty was nuclear fuel designs. And there were a series of impending changes in the NRC. Mm -hmm. Um, There were a lot of redundant positions on the wall because there was this office of new reactors that Mm -hmm. uh, didn't really have a lot of new reactors to work on. And uh, a lot of old reactors are getting shut down. So made a career choice that maybe it's time to do something that I'm pretty sure is going to be here when I go to retire because I knew some of the people at Pilgrim up here and the uncertainty when they talked about their future and especially a lot of them were right at the cusp of retirement they got whacked by 2008 hadn't completely recovered and then again they're like I might lose my job and I never recovered I don't really like the look of that so I looked, my dad had the IT company he had somebody who left Mm -hmm. he asked he asked if i wanted to come back home my girlfriend at the time lived back here in
0: massachusetts and (laughs) and i'm back here now (laughs) did you ever work for your dad prior to that like during the summers or when you were in school
1: yeah when i was 13 14 i do just super simple stuff like i'd um we did a lot of work with the Providence School So it wasn't system. completely
0: your first time. So.
1: No, no, I had been paid by the company before by <laughs> picking up printers and carrying them through a school. Perfect work for a 14-year-old because even if you drop the printer, the packaging is, you know, that the box that's yeah. designed to be dropped by UPS and FedEx. So, right. you know, 14-year-old <laughs> is, you know,
0: it's, it's okay. <laughs> um, business is all about partners. So who are the best partners for you?
1: best ones are telecommunications companies phones um they get in see networks firsthand and they can be great advocates for like they came in someplace, the IT company they had there Mm -hmm. was unresponsive and the telecom company themselves was frustrated with it Um, commercial insurance agents are another good one because they write a lot of cyber and Mm -hmm. part of writing insurance is you know what do you do to I don't want to write this blind policy and Write you a policy for a million dollars for data protection, and it turns out your password is password one two three and has been for thirty five years. But there's usually a series of checks that go through. Um, And if a if their client doesn't have a company that can do that, I'm a good resource to bring in to do that. Hmm. Um, Other ones that have been bulks of referrals, a lot of other professional services, accountants. bookkeepers, so people who usually interface with decision makers and owners of the company right. and touch the IT in some way, shape, yeah. or form that, hey, did you know there's a better way to do this?
0: So what's the best piece of advice you've been given from a business standpoint? I've thought a lot about this one. Um, and the
1: it was actually something I learned at Pilgrim Power Plant, and it wasn't a piece of business advice. All right. Um, Go for it it's uh, you'll see it on posters all over nuclear plants it's called star stop think act review and it has a lot of the you know I mentioned before we started recording I'm a huge fan of like, the Tim Ferriss podcast knowledge project uh, Jocko Willink's podcast and if you synthesize a lot of the things that they say it's summarized pretty well by star you know stop kinda of how do you take a step back that's Jocko Willink's detach and assess mm-hmm. so think part of that's all the meditation stuff that tim talks about and a lot of other people talk Hmm. about of you know how do you check in like um you know think like because you might start going down a troubleshooting rabbit hole and you kind of missed the easy the easy fix over here so kind of stopping thinking about it then doing it because if you sit there or you try and delegate it you punt it and it's more extreme ownership part of acting on it and then reviewing afterwards and that could be anything from updating a documentation to make sure that you can somebody else can do it if right. that comes up again, or uh, you know, hey, was there a cleaner way to do that that it didn't have to take two hours?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you could go back in the time machine to the start of your career, what would you tell yourself? Well, um, it'd be interesting if I could
1: either I'd make two stops, so I'd do it at the start right. of system support and I'd do the start okay. of the NRC, um, and at the start of system support, it'd be don't worry so much about the technical portion. So, coming out of the NRC, I was definitely very well versed in the technical portions. Four yeah. years of the training, um, two more additional years, I was used to being you know, top of the field in yeah. a certain part. Um, and I was always worried about the technical part of like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm not the great, I'm not the best Hyper V, um, hmm. you know. Server expert in the country. and that's yeah. kind of that's okay. You don't have to be this crazy technical part because you're going to be surprised that the empathetic part of IT is way more important. That talking to a person and kind of ha- helping them navigate this expensive wacko world is much much more important than yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what metric I. would Yeah, try I was going to say there
0: must <laughs> there has to be a part of you that has to be almost like on site on call therapist to people in the sense of that, you know, when their stuff isn't working, you know, they're in, you're get, sometimes you're getting people in kind of their worst states.
1: Yeah. Is uh we've had to have, we've had to fire clients before for um some of the ways they've reacted when stuff hasn't gone well. Um, quick way to get fired by an IT company is to swear at one of their employees by the way. Yeah, that's um <laughs> and then also the same for us. I mean we're under a lot of stress as well. Yeah. And there's a lot of kind of gut check um, for, it goes back to that Stop, Think, Act review if I mm-hmm. don't say something stupid. Because <laughs> it, y- what might be easy for me definitely is difficult for somebody who's right. like, I'm a dermatologist. I don't care about email passwords. But for, um, going back to
0: the original question. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, remind me again, I'm
0: sorry. It was the time machine. We were oh, the time going, machine. We were yeah. the t- you were going to make <laughs> two stops.
1: Yeah, so the, the technical portion for... Um, the technical portion for, you know, starting a system support, and then a piece of advice too will be, um marketing beats technology any time, every time. Remember, it's the VCR, not the Betamax tape. Then um, I'd have a fun time trying to figure that one out after I was shocked by being visited by myself. <laughs> and then, for the <laughs> at the start of my NRC career, um, I'd say like, don't be so stubborn. Okay there was a lot of i'm going to do it this way kind of acting like i had to prove something to somebody that i had to kind of prove myself and be all this crazy competition mm-hmm. and that we often don't like to think a statistic is going to apply to ourselves and what's that statistic i think it's 18 of people actually stay in the career that their degree is I think in so and
0: i think even i mean i think we're around we're we're not too far apart in age and i think a lot of people in our similar age are consistently changing their careers or are not clearly using their majors
1: yeah and it's it's not that i don't use parts of that engineering degree i do every day i yeah. mean okay. defense in depth and i i don't use like time series for neutronics anymore uh, no point but mm-hmm. defense in depth is a concept absolutely integrated systems analysis absolutely yeah sure but um you know being stubborn and having to play that game of you know you'd be surprised how many statistics you don't think apply to you for being special and like no uh that regression to the mean is is real and then from
0: that you know play defensively appropriately if people want to learn more about your business where should they go yeah yeah you can check out our website
1: www.systemsupport.com that's one s between the two um, we've got a ton of blog articles up there that I've written and we've also used content from some other awesome. industry giants as well. There's a lot of reports up there too for uh, I know one question I get asked all the time is, you know, how much do you pay for this type of stuff? Because um, you'll be surprised, you know, obviously your cousin who does it for you for free isn't going to charge you a like normal rate, but at the same time, you know, we're not plumbers and we're not like jacks of all trades so all if right. you can want to get a gambit of the price there's guides up there for that and then you can always give us a call at 781-837-0069 right, well, thanks for doing this well i appreciate you Jonathan, thanks for having me on all right cool